Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Mastering Agility, a podcast series that aims to inspire you and others with the best people in the business. Make sure to go to the website masteringagility.org, not .com, but at org, subscribe to the newsletter, and stay up to date with the latest information when it comes to the podcast, as well as a discount code by OptiLearn for all their Scrum.org related courses. Pretty sweet deal if you ask me. My name is Sander Deur, and I'm practicing Scrum from the trenches myself. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking to Willem-Jan Ageling and Sjoerd Nijland from the Serious Scrum platform. But why so serious? Let's find out. Willem-Jan Ageling, Sjoerd Nijland, gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you guys taking the time to join us today. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you for inviting us. Happy to be here. Yeah, doing great as well. How are you, uh, Sander? Doing very well. Thank you very much for asking. Hey. I want to talk about Serious Scrum. What is Serious Scrum to you guys? Uh, do you want to start, Willem? Well, for me, Serious Scrum. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. Uh, sure to to do that. For me, Serious Scrum is uh, two things basically. Uh, first of all, it's it's a community of writers, people that uh, that want to write about Scrum to to bring sensible articles. To, to the predict- practitioners because we have seen many um, things, re- nonsensical things about Scrum being uh, put to the masses and we thought this this uh, has to change and uh, that's why we uh, set up Serious Scrum. And next to that, we are also a community of practitioners where we uh, are on Slack mainly helping each other out um, to improve our way of adopting and uh, using Scrum. What do you define as as a sensible article? I mean, what what's the border there? For me, it's about is it helpful to other practitioners? Are they talking from an authentic uh, their own experience? Um, you know, in what way is it meaningful um, for for the writer, but also for the audience? For me, it's it's also sensical if if also the author wants to learn something through publishing the article. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's about finding better ways. Yeah. And for me, when I talk about sens- uh, sensible articles, I'm thinking about, uh, all the articles that, uh, either, uh, promote Scrum in, in a way which is not about Scrum. They're talking about other things than Scrum or where they dismiss Scrum and use, uh, faulty arguments. Um, I'm all for people that, that, I'm all, I'm all okay if people don't like Scrum, and have great arguments to to dismiss Scrum, but uh, it, it it should not be, it should not be nonsense. And you see a, a lot of nonsense about Scrum being put in the world, and even by uh, professionals and 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 people that that claim to be uh, thought leaders in in an agile way of working, even those people. Um, often put uh, nonsense in the world. And uh, it, it's something that both Sjoerd and I uh, responded to somewhere back in 2018. And we recognized from each other that we were doing that. And then we said, uh, maybe it's a good idea to join forces. That's how it started, basically. As a, as a um, how do you say that? As a response to all the nonsense put in the world regarding Scrum. Mm. Yeah, so we, we wanted... Yeah, there's two key elements. What we're writing is constructive and positive. So it's actually, you know, with the intention to become better, not an intention to complain, right, about things uh, being hard. It's just about, okay, how can we work through it? And how can we help others through it? And what can other, how can others benefit from from this? And what can I learn from it? And, you know, I, I when I've noticed um, William Jan's articles, he, I really loved the, you know, how helpful his his writing was to me, and uh, I should just—I really was missing a home or a place where we could uh, find this kind of content, um, because I was very much still felt like I was siloed out in my own work environment. Um, there weren't any other uh, great platforms that that had 
really qualitative content on Scrum. So you kind of had to wade through all the nonsense to find a really good gem. But but how do you do that? So with Serious Scrum, we said, okay, let's create a platform. Let's let's you know combine force because I think we're both doing this and and we're inviting other authors uh, as well that we think, hey, you know, um, if you go to Serious Scrum, you find good content. You know, you just know, you know, there's there's great practitioners out there that are you know, truly helpful. Um, they truly want to um, uh, learn and improve, and um, they're brave to share their experience. Um, and yeah, um, I think that that was beautiful. How that kind of um, how other people resonated with that message, and how, how quickly that grew, and how fast it became a community. Speaking of growing, how did you guys grow as a writer? Did, did either of you have a writing background? Um, no, <laughs> I would say, I wouldn't say so. Yeah. Maybe, uh, a, a little bit of a trauma in the back in the days with all the written requirements and technical specifications and all, all that, <laughs> which I'm happy to have exited. Um, but no, um, I think it's for me also, for me, writing comes second. It's about sharing experiences first. And then of course, learning how to improve as a writer, to be, a, to, to become stronger at that, um, uh, and, and and really, William uh, Jan, I think doing this has made us um, much stronger as a writer and learning so much about from other people over the past, but also great tools and techniques that are out there that are help, helping us. We, we, you know, English is not our native uh, language, um, so that, that's a challenge. Um, but yeah, there's great apps like Grammarly that can help us out. Um, Hemingway app helped us out earlier on you know, with how can we make the language more accessible? Um, yeah, and of course the review, that's something we added to it as well, um, that we, we said, okay, let's review each other's articles and, you know, help improve each other's articles. Um, yeah, I, I think that that is uh, really key. Uh, just starting to write, yeah? because the first article that you write uh, may be... Uh, Make, may, may make a lot of sense in what you write, but maybe not the way you write it. And it, it's a matter of uh, experience, writing a lot, um, see what, what resonates with people, see what, what doesn't resonate with people, and then, uh, yeah, and also being critical about your own articles. So uh, if you write something, then you put it aside for a couple of hours a day, whatever, and then you look at it as a reader and then see, do I understand my own writing? And that in, indeed, I think that uh, we started immediately to review our, our uh, mutual articles, uh, Shoot and I, and that also helped. We both have a different uh, style, different perspectives. Yeah, basically, we were both uh, starting as a writer and we wanted to uh, um, share our uh, articles with each, with each other to, to, to see if we make some sense, eh? if, if the... The, the content makes sense, but also if we bring the message across in in a, in the right ways. I think that that is how it started. That we uh, before we published an article, that we had a mutual review from each other's articles, and that was basically the start of of what you can call a reviewing process. Because it can be quite daunting for new writer writers, aspiring writers that see the content that's been posted by by you guys, by Martin Dalman, by by Lisa, by uh, uh, David Pereira, high-quality writers. And it can be challenging to come into such a platform that has now, from by, by heart, 13,000 people in the Serious Scrum Slack channel to pick up that writing, to start writing their articles. Maybe they have something very valuable in mind, but they don't know how to start. How can they start working with this? Yeah, this is something that we struggle with as well, eh? uh, because uh, we had we had the luck, Shoot and I, that we could uh, start uh, as crappy writers at Serious Scrum, and then uh, learn from each other, learn from other people that that joined forces, of course, and we were able to to bring more quality. I'm not going to say I uh, bring high quality; that's for others to judge. But uh, I, I can at least say from from Shoot's articles, they are uh, fantastic quality articles uh, these days. They were already quite good uh, at from the start but uh, now they are really fantastic um yeah we struggle with that that uh, that, that new people coming in um who want to start writing and you see they have some uh, uh, uh good things to say 
they have good ideas, but they, they have difficulty to put it into words. And um, yeah, it. So what we uh, agreed with the other uh, editors from from uh, Series Scrum is that we will help these people. So in the review process, we will we will uh, already tell upfront uh, you have good quality uh, arguments. We will help you with bringing the message across, and we are not going to bring it to to uh, uh, STL level, but at least to a certain level that uh, that that you can say this is a good article. And what if there are just full yeah. crappy points in there? What if it's a crappy crappy article? Then what? Yeah, so so maybe I can respond to that. So um, we we distinguish between the value of the message and the experience that somebody's sharing, you know, versus the, you know the quality of writing. For us, it's not about the quality of writing; it's about the the, the experience that they they are sharing and the value uh, that may have. Um, of course, we're looking to help them improve the, the quality of their writing. Uh, and this has been a, a, a big challenge for us because we, we um, you know, our publication with Medium and um, Medium has certain quality criteria, whether or not to distribute articles um, for a publication. And we entered a partner program with them and they set uh, high standards in terms of quality. But we recognize that, you know, all the practitioners of Scrum aren't necessarily, you know, um, experienced writers. You know, they're experienced practitioners in Scrum, but not necessarily experienced writers. Uh, and we had to make a trade of like, um, do we, um, you know, filter out these articles which have a good message, but maybe maybe the writing lacks a little bit? Uh, a medium was kind of saying, you know, re rejecting from publication. And it was also commercial trade off. They saying, oh, if, if, you, if you're not meeting this quality level with your publication, then we're just going to stop, uh, uh, um, you know, financing you and supporting you. And sponsoring you so then we said okay then you can stop sponsoring us because what for us is more important that our platform remains accessible to new writers who want to share their experiences like i don't want to rob people of the opportunity that we have had when we started out what's yeah, because, the what's the quality is opposing these, these quality standards what's what are those quality standards that medium is trying to oppose um you know, it's 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 if so so many different points. Um, it can be uh, related to the title, can be related to the structure of the article, can be related to um, the, the the tone of voice in the article about you know supporting uh, the articles with uh, with references. Um, um, so it's kind of obscure, I would also say, because they're not giving us any feedback on why an article has been rejected or not um, they they do have a list of criteria and you know when we reach out to them um, they sometimes get back to us and, and let us know uh, why the article may have been rejected um, but that requires proactivity from our end so it's not it's not very transparent um, and, and also we uh, as, as a scrum uh, publication we are uh, a niche within medium so our articles, uh, if you are not into Scrum or into an agile way of working, then it's already uh, more difficult to read these articles. And so the people that are reviewing our articles are not necessarily into Scrum. So they want to see an article that, that brings them into the message almost immediately, that that they want to have a good feeling if they if they read the article that this is quality content, but often they can't can't even judge that. So that's that's also an issue uh, that we have. Mm -hmm. that yeah, so that's why we rely on our own people to to review, uh, and we we re re you know removed uh, we were we removed ourselves from that this partner program because it just it didn't resonate with uh, with our ambitions and, and uh, yeah and, and and the strange thing was when we uh, told Medium how we did a review process they were actually amazed. <laughs> that we had had such a quality review uh, process, and then still they were not happy with uh, uh, some of the articles that we published because eighty percent uh, was was meeting their demands. It was only the the tiny bit that was left. Uh, so ten percent was was uh, uh, how do you say that was uh, almost making it or just making it, and then ten percent was not according to their quality. So what are we talking about in the end? So that that discussion that that. Uh, uh, led to a lot of negativity, um, a lot of anxiety. And then we indeed said, well, this this is not worth it. We want to be for the Scrum community, not not to be 
partnering with medium necessarily. Even though it's so we can be strict in uh, you know we do we are a bit st- when we're getting stricter in our review process like uh, you know we we need to edit without mercy in that sense um, uh, and you know so we do also encounter some authors that that don't respond well to that because they take it as as criticism to their writing they they're not willing to change the article that they wrote initially so but that that's also in terms of like the values you know you have. To, you're you're publishing with us because you want to learn and improve, and you should be open to um, to improving your article based on the feedback you're getting. If you're not open to that, then then we're not the right platform for you. Um, and we we you know we're we're trying to kind of filter out um, generalizations. Like all managers are evil, those kind of statements. Like are all managers? Can you think of a manager that's not evil or <laughs> nice clickbait? Um, yeah, so th- those kind of things you want to kind of um, protect uh, our, our readers from. Um, also, like, it, this is kind of challenging because it requires a lot of courage to write about your professional experience because, you know, of course, your your colleagues may read it, your your um, employer may read it, um, your previous employers may read that. Um, so how can they tell the story, their authentic story about their actual experience in a safe way? That's, I think, a big challenge for for authors. Um, so, how can we, you know, encourage them to do so, but still allow for a way to so they can tell their story, and in a way that, um, yeah, it doesn't necessarily uh, in, impact their career in a negative way. It should, should of course, have help them and benefit them. And um, yeah, this is this is also some something that's very sensitive. Yeah, again, that relates to that openness as well. I mean, I've been writing for Serious Scrum a couple of times as well. And in the beginning, I just put my my first article out there with a mindset of this is going to suck. I know this is going to suck, but give me that feedback. Help me grow. And that definitely helped me uh, uncover some of those blind spots that I never noticed about myself or how to write. And and for instance, people like Martin Dalmain and Frederick Carlson have been hugely influential on the way that I write and then that that helps me what would you guys say was your biggest learning in this entire journey Uh, the biggest well like you say I think we we learned a lot from other writers yeah Martin and mine is really uh, you can learn a lot from him Uh, yes his direct style of writing yeah yeah and just you know, speak from the heart, write from the heart. Um, yeah, for me, yeah. Uh, I I learned a lot from writing myself. So uh, because uh, when I write something, I want to uh, and when I make a claim, I want to to be sure that that claim is at least having some merit. So I'm going to do a lot of of uh, research before I'm going to uh, put that claim on on paper. So. Um, Often I have something in my mind that I want to write about. I have uh, a general idea of my uh, of the the uh, what I want to 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 tell. But um, it can happen that when I uh, do research on on the topic, that I come to other conclusions, or maybe that conclusions are a bit a bit different. But or it can also be confirmed, of course. Uh, but that happens sometimes that I have an idea about I want to write about this this part of of uh, Scrum, and then. Looking at it, uh, having the the theory, uh, the history in mind, I come to a different uh, conclusion. So I learned a lot about uh, the topics that I find interesting, writing about it, and then and then having enough, uh, um, how do you say that, uh, research done to be to be able to really put it on paper. And I also learned a lot from the reviews, as uh, as you both said. Um, Lise uh, Passers Jensen is also fantastic in uh, what she can bring forward on observations, and uh, but we have we have more. I'm um, uh, uh, yeah. not naming a couple of people. Uh, I think uh, everyone within the, our editorial has fantastic uh, observations uh, that they bring forward when they are uh, doing a review. Yeah, yeah, I fully agree. There's just different like you're writing and and everybody you know gives a different perspective on it um you know you're also reading something from somebody who may not agree with your message and how can you still reach them you know those who may not agree with you so um it challenges you to um yeah to 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 
adapt ad adapt your writing to people who have a different worldview or mental model of Scrum. Um, and I, th for me, the biggest learning was some like uh, when I kind of read like uh, reached my PSM three certification uh, stage, so to speak, and I wrote up all my experiences with the road to PSM three. The, the thing I, I just discovered was that I had this huge knowledge gap. You know, I I was on this this journey of just accumulating knowledge um, and sharing that knowledge and learning from other people, um, and then it left a huge gap between where I was and the, and the people who I worked with. And I, I, I struggled so much bridging that gap, and I, I felt lost. Uh, I, f I felt like. Uh, Almost like you know, is this the right journey for me? Is, is, is should I continue doing this? I felt unhappy at that point in time. Uh, I, I still didn't feel empowered. Um, and for me, then it became about practice. Like, okay, you know, how can we develop a shared understanding? Like, how can we learn together? And um, you know, sharing experiences in a written way is 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 it helps, but it's not the most effective way. You know, it's face-to-face -face communication. That's you know why it's wonderful to have the community. For example, that we uh, I'm not every week I'm meeting uh, at least fifty practitioners from all over the world from different organizations who are sharing their experiences, their actual challenges in their day-to-day -day jobs, and we're supporting each other um, in a more in a more direct way. Um, so, you know, writing these articles helps us find each other and reach each other and connect with each other. And then we can have, uh, you know, real face-to-face -face conversations. And um, uh, from that also, okay, sh sharing knowledge and experience is one thing, but experiencing something together is another thing. Like, how do we actually do it? So how can we learn about Scrum together as a group? Um, then we, next to, um, of course, Medium and, and and Slack and LinkedIn, we we have a Miro environment, which is a collaborative workspace, almost like a whiteboard. And we're staging all of these different activities that we can do coactively um, to learn about topics, to experience topics, to share experiences, um, to practice coaching, like have a coaching dojos and uh, uh, all of these kind of things. And um, that became, uh, that was very liberating for me. Um, it became a whole different way. Uh, I can I can apply these things with the the Scrum teams I work with, with the organizations I work with. I can apply these in in the trainings that I provide. Um, so that has just been a you know a, a big change in the way I coach and I take, train and um, yeah. So that I, I've I've learned that and experienced that through you know, sharing experiences uh, with the global community. So there's so much more to serious Scrum than just the articles that you guys, that, that you see in, in public. How can people discover what's more to serious Scrum than just the written part? To be part of it. <laughs> That's the yeah. best way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to involve yourself in a community practice and to, to connect with other practitioners um, and to say, you know, reach out to them and, uh, say hey, let's find a moment to share experiences. Uh, um, there's the road to mastery. If you go to seriouscrum.com, of course you can find all the articles there, and you can you can filter them out per per category topic that's relevant to you. So if you want to learn more about daily scrum, you can find all the articles about a daily scrum, for example, and all of the the writers, and and you can see their names. And you you know we're very accessible. You can just reach out to us and drop us a message and connect. And uh, it's 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 um, it's not as you know, far away, removed you. Like a connection is, is made in an instant. Yeah, and we also have uh, uh, in the footer of our uh, articles, we have a link to our Slack community mm -hmm. where where uh, we always have uh, open discussions. So we uh, we welcome and we uh, uh, have it a lot, the discussions about uh, struggles that people have that they share on Slack and then you get a lot of advice from, from other practitioners. And that's also something that helped me to grow as a scrum practitioner, I must say. So it's not only uh, re uh, writing, uh, reviewing, but also uh, indeed the rotor mastery is a very important uh, aspect, and the the collaboration, the the communication, the discussions that we have on Slack. Mm -hmm. There is serious yeah, so, so. value in there too. Yeah. 
Yeah, so for the Road to Mastery, which is um, like a weekly two-hour learning together, um, so you meet other practitioners from all over the world. They're experienced practitioners, so um, and, and they're traveling together. We, we use the metaphor of traveling, um, which is kind of embodies the empirical mindset of learning by doing and sharing experiences. And They journey together for at least six months, so that's a huge commitment um, and really challenging them to, to live the values um, uh, and, you know, people are on this journey for different reasons, whether or not they want to become a, a trainer or get the PSM3 or they, they want to uh, just become a better scrum master or, you know, learn more about coaching and, and leadership um, and find ways to kind of help their teams and, and organization kind of um, you know, help them along their journey in mastering scrum and, and you know, um, embracing agility. Um, we're creating a psychologically space, safe environment for them. Um, and uh, yeah, that that just a tremendous value that they have, you know, from that they get from that. Um, so it's kind of takes people out of their cave, like that they're in in their daily jobs, like you know, this is the world they're living in. But now they're they're also experiencing how others are living in different realities and different complexities, and yet there are still a lot of things that that connects us and connects these experiences, and uh, you know, it's just good to, to know you're not alone in this it's good to know that you know uh certain times of challenge they're not related to you as a person individual they're systematic problems and they they, they exist and live everywhere um yeah so it's uh it, it's it's for me i learned so much from from all these these different people all over the world and i'm just happy that i can share it uh, reshare those experiences as well, and also for me, it creates a pl place where I can speak my my mind and speak from the heart. Um, Have you guys yeah, ever I do that even more so than on an article? Because I know you know lots of people reading the article, um, but in it is safe, close group. I can say things I, I I might not say publicly on an article. If you, if you... yeah, I get that. It's it's less out in the open, less less visible. Have you guys ever felt um, intimidated as part of this journey? For instance, if I would compare um, a beginning writer with his his or her aspirations to, and I'm gonna relate relate to him again, Martin Dalmain, who just stated he has 32,000 32, followers on Medium, um, which Sirius con contributes to in a massive way, and people seem to be taking whatever he says for granted and he gets challenged sometimes but he's still considered to be a thought leader does it influence your writing style when you have a bit more of a platform and people following you rather than the other way around for me it hasn't influenced my writing style and i i i simply uh, see myself as, as just one person expressing his opinions about scrum and doing his research um, and for me, it doesn't matter how many people would follow me. In the end, it's just me bringing this message forward. And sometimes it's 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 something. I have a lot of articles regarding the history eh, and to debunk myths. And uh, I even had a, a whole uh, series called "Are You Serious?" So debunking myths, <laughs> uh, scrum myths. But uh, those things are just looking at what are the real facts and what are tel uh, people telling, and does it. Eh, is it really connecting? So, but it's always just me with my uh, perspective on Scrum. And of course, I try to help uh, people to realize things, to change things. But uh, I think that, that, that fact that I'm not uh, thinking about uh, uh, what would people think of me, uh, that, that doesn't make it overwhelming for me. Because you, you make yourself very prone to be at least you got to be vulnerable. You make yourself very vulnerable, putting your thoughts out there, uh, having other people read it and yeah. having the ability for other people to comment on your work, work as well. Yeah. Um, how does that guys resonate with you? Uh, how does, how does that resonate with you? Well, for me, it was, uh, hard to, uh, uh to, uh, to get criticism from people that, that, uh, were at, at the process of, of creating scrum in the nineties. And those people uh, respond with with uh, um, with their um, opinions, and it's then uh, perceived negatively to me. Then that that is sometimes uh, harsh for me, 
because these are the people that had an idea in mind what they wanted to to uh, achieve with Scrum. They, of course, know exactly what happened in in those days, and uh, 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 they know er everything about the the framework. So, if these people then uh, come with criticism, that that is something that I uh, then would have some trouble with. Let's put yeah. it like this. But uh, all in all. I have to say that I'm very happy that that the people with uh, the Scrum gurus, uh, so that that they tend to agree with what I say. So that, that that makes me very happy. Yeah, and and you know when when they do share their thoughts on it, you know they're you've provoked them to share sharing more about their experiences, what they learned at the time, and be be more open about it. And and you know if it's uh, it's also for you giving you access to more. Um, to learn more about what what happened yeah. and what's the mindset behind it. So, even though it may come across as criticism, I think it's uh, it's, it's also valuable insights yeah, that you would, only, wouldn't have uh, otherwise uh, gained because this is the only way yeah. to gain it to, to provoke a response. So basically, when I put out an article, I I uh, I, uh, I know that people can come with criticism. I'm I'm, I'm expecting criticism, and uh, I think that also helps to to absorb uh, the criticism. And uh, I also see it as um, uh, it's a bit corny that I say it like that, but it's it's just feedback. You get feedback from people, and it can be feedback that that you perceive negatively, but you can use that feedback to to see do they have any merit with what they say, and what can I learn from this? That's that's also with with writing. Uh, if you think you write something and then uh, you put put uh, put out the truth and uh, people are not uh, allowed to criticize, that, yeah, that's that's not the way to do it. I think. For, so for me as a writer, it's also I write something because I want to bring a message, but I also want to get a response. So that that's why I also also uh, like the uh, exchange of thoughts on LinkedIn. We we use LinkedIn a lot to publish our articles and then to have the conversations, and that's that's one of the aspects that I like a lot about that uh, that whole process. It's a great platform to to exchange thoughts, and that kind of triggers me to what you were saying earlier about the um, uh, the original guys creating the Scrum framework, Jeff Sutherland and Ken Schwaber. Now, Jeff uh, himself mentioned somewhere on a comment on LinkedIn as well, like the Scrum Master job was designed to be a half-time job. And most great Scrum Masters I've been working with have been on the team doing sprint backlog. And he, there were some other more, let's say, remarkable comments that he made um, public in that sense. Yeah. There was a huge backlash from the community, like, hold on now. That's not the way that we've been learning this. If, if you read something like this. What's your thought? I give this to uh, Stuart because he wrote a whole article about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Yeah, I, well, my thought, so he says was, right? Was designed, like not is anymore, right? He, he says that we, we learned something along the way and he's sharing his perspective on how they're approaching a Scrum Master in their organization saying, you know, it's a set of accountabilities, but uh, they're really um, presenting it as, as, as a leader, a leader who has to be empowered in order to empower others, right? If, you, if you're not empowered yourself, you cannot empower your team. Um, and I, I think that's, uh, you know, that, that's what, what, what the intention I think but it's also my only—it's my interpretation of the message. But, um, and yeah, I, I know I know some of these statements may may sound a bit dated, but that's because he's speaking about what, how it wasn't in the past. And you know, it's like it's only meant to be half time. Like you can be other things besides being a scrum master. A scrum master doesn't define you as a whole, as a human being. It's a set of accountabilities that you, you carry, but that doesn't limit you from having other accountabilities. And that's what he's saying. He says, okay, your scrum master accountabilities may be only half the accountabilities that you carry, but you carry other accountabilities with you, not defined in scrum. You, you can figure out what that means to you and your organization and he explained how um, at scrum.org they have additional accountabilities for a scrum master or somebody who has a scrum master uh, accountabilities um, um, so it's like you know having a black belt you know you don't have to be you know a black belt yeah, for example, in karate, you don't have to do karate all of the time but it's good to have a black belt around the same with uh, like an emergency um, how do you say it? Uh, emergency, like somebody who's able to respond to emergencies in a workspace who knows uh, how to do, I think CPR is the right word, but you don't have to do it all of the time. But it's good to have it around. 
Like it's good to have somebody around who uh, knows his stuff on, on Scrum and who is able to empower others, who is able to, um, you know, remove impediments or help others remove impediments. It's somebody. Uh, it's good to have a coach around. You know, when you need the coach, doesn't mean to say you have to be doing all of this stuff all of the time, and and that that you're limited by doing just that. And that that was his message. His message saying, you can be more than that. It's funny to yeah, see it, how the writing style then makes that backlash because what you said was I think it was right on it's written as was not is is was been was designed um, that's the yeah, whole if, interpretation of people yeah go ahead uh, if you look at how uh, Scrum evolved since uh, it started and I think it started in 1986 with uh, Nonaka and uh, Takuchi coming with a new new product development game and if you look at how it, it uh, started and how it evolved and how it even, uh, yeah. For instance, uh, the the sprint review was the only event uh, when uh, Jeff Sutherland and uh, Ken Schwaber created Scrum in uh, 1995 when they called it Scrum. That was the only event, and of course the sprint. There was no daily Scrum. There was no uh, sprint planning. So um, you could uh, argue that uh, Scrum was de designed with a sprint review. So in that sense, I I fully agree with Stuart. Uh, uh, the Scrum Master only came somewhere uh, end of the 90s and they had uh, certain ideas with it. And if you read the book from Ken Swaber and Mike Beadle, they talk, uh, you basically see a manager uh, role there instead of a servant leader role that only changed to a servant leader role later. So there, were, there are all kinds of things uh, regarding Scrum that have evolved. And Scrum is different now than it used to be in, in 1995. In 2001, or even when the first uh, Scrum Guide came, or even mm -hmm. uh, compared to three years ago. Yeah, so so kind well, of. The, I think that's I think a very important Scrum aspect. Is still the same though. What you know, when 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 the owners talk about Scrum, they, they say Scrum has never changed in the sense that the core of Scrum, but only um, the way we may be playing Scrum could have changed, or the way we define it uh, may have evolved. Um, so the essence of Scrum, which is really get, getting to done. Uh, really done done and you know and deliver something within you know a, sh a short time frame and, and doing that continuously and that's the essence of scrum management you know backing out you know letting the team you know self-manage the work give them a goal and, and and trust them that they can meet, meet that goal um by organizing amongst themselves rather than micromanaging them or uh, you know, telling them what to do i mean trusting the specialists can do the, do the work you know that's the core of scrum you know, everything else just exists to support that, you know, to continuously inspect and adapt. If, if you're doing that, you, you're living Scrum. And we're using these events which facilitate the interactions between individuals so that they can self-manage. We have these roles to, for example, that need um, protect the team from being managed so they can self-manage. And they have, uh, you know, the product owner, which is kind of like the customer on the team or like a... a a set of vocal cords, you know, a leader who puts the flag into the ground. Hey, team, this is the goal. This is where we need to go. You know, that's it, it created these things to to help scrum teams enable that, or organizations yeah. enable that. So, um, and you know, uh, I think it's it's good that it's evolved because we learn and and the, our environments keep changing and the markets keep changing and. <laughs> Um, the, you know, where Scrum is practiced, uh, you know, um, that also changed. But this, this brings us to an interesting uh, uh, dilemma that we had. Um, we knew that uh, when we started uh, writing about Scrum, we had Scrum Guide 2017. And we said, we are going to adhere to the Scrum Guide. The articles need to be uh, uh, correct looking at the Scrum Guide 2017. But then Scrum Guide 2020 came along. Were all articles that we wrote before, are they now all of a sudden not, not worth uh, anything anymore? So that's why we decided we can't just only rely on the latest Scrum Guide. We have to find something else. So this is when we defined the uh, series Scrum Playbook, where we tried to put the essence of Scrum in on paper. And we, we asked the editors and the writers to, to reflect to that as a base to talk about Scrum. And this, this allows people to, to not only uh, 
write Scrum as it should be according to the 2020 guide, but they could also challenge things all of a sudden. So be, the, the writers are now liberated because they are not uh, uh, having to adhere to the latest Scrum guide anymore. And I think yeah. that that's also something that helps us to grow as a, as a thought uh, community regarding Scrum. And that's still yeah. the essence, like you just mentioned, sure, the essence of Scrum still remains the same. It's all about that drive of delivery of value, what you want to get. The only thing that really changed are the details within the Scrum guide, but the core concepts still remain the same. And I do like yep. the way that they change the accountabilities, like what they're saying. This is what the accountability of a Scrum master is. And it's, it's, it's different from a job description. Because exactly. maybe with the serious Scrum uh, uh, scrum master, it does what a Scrum master does according to the Scrum guide, plus a little more. While, for instance, SpaceX, I don't know, which is a random company, has the same basic set of accountabilities, plus a little different, that, that might be different from how serious Scrum interprets yeah. it. Yeah, so we've also removed this barrier that maybe some some writers um, or practitioners would, would feel like, oh, well, you know, the way we're experiencing Scrum isn't exactly by the book. Um, so, uh, you know, does that mean I cannot write for serious Scrum? And then what is Scrum by the book anyway? So um, for me, it's like you're practicing Scrum, right? You're trying to improve your practice. Doesn't mean you have to be doing everything perfectly and, and I can Schraber's been saying that, you know, stop staring at your own belly buttons and, uh, <laughs> you know, just, just, just improve and, and, and be focused on improving and your work environment, the product, you know, um, yeah, focus on, on living those values and, and don't get so wound up in, in, you know, the, like all the, the minute things that, you know, you will, you will discover how they will help you improve over time. Does that, that does not mean that you're not practicing scrum. You are practicing scrum because you, you're, you're trying to practice means you know you're trying to come better at something yeah and even even if you would be practicing scrum by the book you can still deliver shit products yes exactly very easily even hey how did you guys see the growth of the serious scrum platform um i i don't think any of like i'm, I'm not i can't speak for you william but I, I i didn't expect it to go um you know, to grow like this, the way it does. Um, I didn't expect it. I, I, of course, had some expectations that, hey, we, we will be able to create like some, some kind of Slack community with serious competition on Scrum. That was kind of how we, my expectation when we set out. Um, but I think we're, you know, I'm not sure if it's, if it's true, but uh, I think we may be the biggest global Scrum community out there. Uh, we have- Independent at least, yeah. Independent, yeah. We have the most amount of content. Or I really create, you know, um, we have a great worldview into the world of practitioners. You know, Scrum.org focused on on the worldview of of Scrum trainers and what they, they could write their experiences, share their thoughts. But you know, now we're getting the full picture of how Scrum is being practiced all over the world, which we didn't have before, and that that's making an impact. Um, people see see what we write, and then if they they develop their own courage from that to 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 write what they experience and share what they experience because others are doing it. Um, for me, to see all the surprising ways and in, in the way people are doing that, um, that that to me is wonderful, uh, beyond expectation. And I think there is still. You know, we're still on on the journey. It may, it may, it may, it may be that we're only still at the beginning of that journey. How do you think, uh, William, on that future, that that journey is going to look like down the line? Yeah, interesting question. <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, what I wanted to achieve with Serious Chrome, we already achieved, and we went beyond. Um, uh, I think, indeed, we are now the the the, the the community, the, the, the biggest uh, independent Scrum community in the world. I, I dare to say that, uh, yeah, fully, I fully dare to say that. Um, and um, yeah, I think uh, people are taking our uh, article seriously. Um, we see that on, um, if you look at on Medium now, and if you look for articles regarding Scrum, you will see a lot of articles that make sense. And most of them are uh, from serious Scrum. Um, so yeah, uh, for me, uh, the, the future would be to continue like this and just see what happens. 
And uh, these are, uh, as I see it, three parts. Uh, so the, the writing community, the community on Slack, uh, uh, where anyone can bring in their uh, observations, their questions, their their uh, share their ideas, and also the learning community that is uh, mostly uh, guided by uh, Stuart. Yeah, so the road to mastery, for me, that's something I'm fully focused on right now to create this platform where we can actually, you know, um, meet each other from all over the world and every week and train together and become better. Uh, and and we, we discover all of these, these different ways and techniques and methods. It's a real learning journey. And this is where we see something beautiful emerge, uh, a different way of training and learning Scrum, which really ties into your practice, right? It, it, you know, it, it's a longer journey over an extended period of time where you, you get a group of other experienced professionals that are going to support you in your practice, not just your learning journey, but your actual concrete practice and in your day-to-day -day job. You know, they can pitch in on the challenges that you have. And we're doing all of these really coactive learning activities from that we we trying out from training from the back of the room for example which and, and is a great way of learning together um, and it opens up a whole new different ways of kind of bringing your scrum team on their journey and, and learning experiencing scrum together um, doing these training activities really embedding training into your routine um, with your organization um, uh, rather than having individuals all have a different understanding on, on what agile means to them or scrum means to them, no, let's 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 you know get together and share share our thoughts and perspectives and experiences on this, and let's try out different techniques on a week to week basis. And this is something no certification program offers because they're just assessing knowledge, right? How, how well do you know your stuff? Absolutely. From? And this is about practice and coaching. Um, you know, how, how to live the values, you know, um, if really great concrete tools and techniques, 10 minute activities that don't take a lot, a lot of time, but make a, make a real impact. They're all in there. And, um, you know, we're, uh, they're very helpful techniques that are actually, you can actually do and try. And it's like, a yeah, it's, uh, it, it, we blew open the doors to something completely new at this point in time. So that, that's why I'm excited about what's what's next because it, it's 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 different than what we've done so far. Um, we're seeing like Scrum Lake is a similar initiative uh, by John Albrecht, which is a, a similar learning journey where they're using the metaphor of going down, you know, exploring a, a lake together and then deep diving into various elements of Scrum. And for example, how the Scrum values they represent oxygen. Um, and if, if you, that, 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 is, that represents trust. So if, if, you, if you have a team that, that doesn't have any trust, it's like they're lacking oxygen. And um, you use this brilliant metaphors to, to really go down on a deeper level um, to what it means for individuals. And, and, and you're using Miro and, and, uh, as an interactive place where we can actually interact. And as a trainer, you're at the back of the room, like they're sharing their thoughts on it and they're learning from each other. It's not... You know, here I'm the trainer. I'm just gonna dump all my knowledge on you, and good luck, right? And I'll give you a test at the end to see how much <laughs> you picked up on that. No, this is this is you know a journey for Scrum teams for organizations that that they can go on, um, an actual journey in concrete practice. It's real, very uh, practical. Yeah, um, and we're, we're like the, on the frontier here doing this i'm curious yeah. to see how this is going to work out guys there's, there's one thing that i want to add uh, we are also uh, maybe at the point that we can can help push boundaries of of uh, not only uh, uh, how how scrum can work but also may uh, maybe how you can uh, uh, create the best value in complex environments maybe we can help think about other practices that can be added to Scrum or maybe modified in Scrum. I think we are now at that point that we are uh, also doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're giving also, I think, the creators of Scrum and founders of Scrum, uh, you know, uh, a window through to, to look at how, you know, how, how is everybody actually experiencing practicing, you know, and, and how, how close is it to what we envision and, and what we value and what, what can we do and then in turn to, to help steer um so uh, yeah hopefully it's a kind of two-way 
communication at that platform. Like, uh, you know, gives everybody, uh, you know, a, a new window to look look at the world. It's an awesome feedback loop. Yeah. Hey guys, there's a last question. If people want to know more about you or Serious Scrum, where can they go to? Well, we have the the website seriousscrum.com. We have we have a Slack community. If you are there, then you are already basically part of the community, and you can find us there. Uh, we are there all the time, uh, Shoot and I, but also the other editors. The two I forgot to mention: uh, Kunal Shah and uh, Todd Langford. They also deserve to be to mentioned, I think, because they are very important for a community. So those two things, I would say. All right. What about you, Shirt? Yeah. So yeah, go to seriouscrum.com. Go to a uh, road two uh, as in digit two mastery.com. Uh, you can also find it through seriouscrum.com to learn more about it. I think uh, you know connect with us on LinkedIn as well. You know, we yeah. just just, just uh, if you want to connect with us, just uh, just send a send send a connection. Um, yeah. And and don't don't be afraid to just reach out and say, hey, I would like to um, discuss something with you, or um, I, I have a perspective on something. Would you like to hear it? Um, uh, you know, I I know this 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 is something you wrote and resonates with me. I, I was challenged. I have my work that similar to that. I don't really know how to deal with that, or I really struggle with it. You know, what do you think? Um, so yeah, we were I, I, very approachable. Very open to connect. Yeah. All right, guys, I love this. I think we can talk about this for hours, um, but unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate you making the time. Yeah, thank you so much for giving us thank the Thank you for the having platform. us. Yeah, the opportunity. And you're doing really, really amazing work with this uh, podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah. Talk to you guys soon. See ya. Bye. And I would like to thank all of you guys for listening as well. Now go to the website of masteringagility.org, subscribe to the newsletter, get that discount code and stay up to date with the latest information when it comes to this podcast. Also, leave us a review on Podchaser and I'll include the link in the show notes. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you dislike, what we can do better, uh, what kind of guests you would like to hear. You name it, let us know. Stay tuned for next week's episode because it's going to be a banger again.